0: Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable. This week, it's another unscripted extravaganza. Wanton Wade Shadow Wedgins whisks up a wonderfully wistful one, as Balmy Bob brazenly blitzes Blizzard Buddies, Unity, the ultra unscrupulous. Mainframe Master Mark prepares to purge, gets zany for Zeus's daisy chain darts, and outs Origin as awful. From massive nits and insider trading to hardcore holograms. Yes, it's time for front page news. Now sit back and prepare to be distracted
1: and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to Distractable. I'm today's host, Wade, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Mark and Bob. Hello, boys.
0: Hi. Hi. I waved for the watchers. I shouted oddly for the listeners. <laughs> I gonna say for the watchers. <laughs> Hi! And I shouted for the watchers. Mm-mm, no, someone's gotta pull for the listeners since you guys don't care.
1: No, dirty non watchers. Their stupid ears. Yeah. yeah. We know watchers cut off their ears to make maintain the purity of the viewing experience. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: If you guys have never been here before, one of us hosts, the other two compete. Whoever wins gets to host the next episode, and that's pretty much the gist. Everything else that happens in between is at the host's discretion. But firstly, how are you guys doing?
0: Um I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Good.
1: I'm good, too. I'm really good, also. Okay, you guys are good. That's good. Any elaboration on your good, or is that
2: all I get? Nope. It's not hot in my office anymore, so that's good. It used
0: to be hot, but now it's cooler. I can talk about hard drives some more. How many of those you got sitting next to you? Just the one now. Just the one. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is actually the last sealed hard drive I had. Thank you so much for asking. Anyway, I just recently re uh, re reallocated my uh, ones that were in this uh, Sabrent (laughs) 10-bit... Sabrant 10 Bay into the OWC Thunder Bay 8, which I actually came back to. That was one of the first things that I bought because I realized that the potential of Thunder Bay... Had. Yeah,
2: that was the one where you struggled to understand the Thunderbolt ports, right? Yeah, yeah. Where you had the issues with the... We talked about that.
0: I can hear the typing on the subreddit of that one guy.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no! I won't allow it!
1: I have to come clean. I am that one guy. To me. <laughs> I thought you didn't
2: have a Reddit account, Wade.
1: I don't, I'm lying. (laughs) If I thought you actually cared enough to
0: follow up on the (laughs) Summit afterwards, I would believe you, but I don't.
2: Alright, fair enough,
1: I tried.
0: I think I'm finally ready to purge Adobe from my existence. Uh Oh?
1: Oh, I use that, well... You don't use that. Oh,
2: my company uses that on the daily. <laughs> Let's not lie about things here on this podcast.
0: Only you can see the script. You can share it when the ge- with guests when the teleprompter is on. Bob, what did you do? I didn't
2: do anything. We have a script? There's a teleprompter? There is a script. Wait, what's this, what's it say? What are we supposed to uh, say? Hang on. Do we know the ending? Who wins? Uh, it's all scripted now. Look, if I do that, then what happens? I'm going to make it bigger. I don't know. I've never had the script. What's the teleprompter? How do I turn the teleprompter on? I don't know. I don't know. Guys, I typed a script and it's up there, but I don't know how to turn the teleprompter on. I got to be honest. Well, we don't see it, so you know what? I guess
1: two points to you, Bob, for your great script. Way
2: to go, buddy.
1: Thanks,
2: guys. Mm -hmm. Everyone at home, both listeners and viewers, are extremely confused. (laughs) we're, We're literally looking at features of the environment that we're recording this in right now that you might think we would have known about beforehand. We didn't. You heard it here first. We're going to figure that out. You know, it's funny you mentioned
1: that, Mark. I'm going to give you two points.
0: Fuck yeah, finally. It's <laughs> my comeuppance.
1: For saying that you heard it here first, because since you boys are good and that's about it, I guess we'll get right into the episode where you all, watchers and listeners, will hear it here first because this episode's all about breaking news.
0: I'm assuming there's a jingle going right now.
2: I was gonna, I was gonna let the song play for a <laughs> second. Will, I'm sure. Wade didn't give you anything. Please, please play a song <laughs> during the breaking news, not just sadly after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely not sadly
1: after the long <laughs> breaking news. Yeah, I've nailed it. No, so proud of you. This is an episode that I'm lazily going to sit here and allow you two to find breaking news and present it to me. And whichever news I find more compelling will make the front page and you'll get the points. I mean, are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) No, but if it gets you to compete, then yes. Oh, okay. Why do we have a front page? Front page of what? We don't even have a front page. Do we? i don't have pages what are you seeing (laughs) what are you seeing i see all kinds of things the possibilities i see the numbers around me i see dancing singing it's all there that was me uh buying you all time for the first story oh i don't need time oh mark's ready oh yeah i'm so ready mark tell us what you have for breaking
0: news coming to you live from markiplier's tech corner the Establishment of tech reviews on the internet. MKBHD. I'm coming for you. I'm gonna dethrone you. I'm gonna I wasn't invited to the Apple event, but that doesn't matter because I'm not even talking about that There is a groundbreaking new development in the world of technology that is going to fundamentally change the way that we Connect our computers to the rest of our lives and you guys are not ready for it. The world is not
1: ready for it Is it Stadia? No Okay, good. Go ahead.
0: I gotta build it back up again. I had a lot of momentum. I'm sure that Will was, like, escalating some music right there. Okay, um, the world is not ready for it. You're not ready for it. My mom's not ready for it. But my mom doesn't care that she's not ready for it because she's gonna benefit from it anyway. Get ready for Thunderbolt
2: 5! It's a 5? Yeah, 5! I didn't know Thunderbolt had numbers, if I'm honest. I thought it just was Thunderbolt. Whoa! No, what? Guys... I mean, whoa! That is that is
1: news. It is, it is it is news. What differentiates it from four? A, a lot. I mean, I'll tell you, it's so much. It's big. It's
0: huge. It's big. You know, just a few months ago, I was I was a Thunderbolt hater. Now I'm a Thunderbolt
1: lover. And Thunderbolt Five is gonna fundamentally change how computers connect. That sounds amazing, Mark. Please tell us more. I will. I just feel like there should be more applause. Woo!
0: Yeah, Mark! Yeah, right, yeah! Cool, cool. Woo! Good, good, good. Okay. Yeah, let me actually baby! Get this. this actually is going to be very exciting for you guys. And and I've never there's very few times when I look at like tech specs of something new coming out or like I look forward to the next generation of something uh more than I do this. For give you a baseline. Thunderbolt four is a very, very good piece of technology and it's intel's uh desire to set a standard for what USB-C connection actually is and to standardize it because there's so many different we've talked about that before yada yada we've been into that thunderbolt 4 has a few base rules 40 gigabits per second transfer 32 of which is allocated for uh storage transfer or it's a theoretical like 32 maximum gigabits maximum uh data transfer speed or something similar to that i forget what it actually is but it's not the full for data um and it can support two 4k displays and you can daisy chain off a thunderbolt there's a lot of things in thunderbolt that people don't realize that you can do and it has a minimum power delivery requirement both from the computer and to the computer it's 100 watts to the computer 15 watts out of the computer. And so all, all of these allow it to support certain peripherals, right? Thunderbolt 5 isn't just a small leap. So it's 40 gigabits per second, which actually from Thunderbolt 3 is the same data transfer rate. It just had more accessory features like power delivery and and display support. Um, Thunderbolt 5 goes from 40 to 120 gigabits per second.
1: That is substantial.
0: It is substantial. And what that does is it puts it at a threshold where suddenly the connections that you can have with it are about the same as the PCI Express connections inside. Because Thunderbolt is actually a PCI 3. It was. Thunderbolt 4 was a pci 3 connection which has a certain like gigabit per lane it's four lanes of pci 3 this is four lanes of pci 4 and it not only can it goes 80 gigabits bi-directional so it goes 80 down 80 up so it's actually a total bandwidth of 160 gigabits but it can burst up to 120 gigabits down in one direction i think that's mostly for display support but it effectively doubles the amount of data that can go into it my my drives right now they can run at like um, maximum about two and a half gigabytes per second data transfer speed, which is very good. It's just not the top end of what SSDs are, so it's not the same as having an internal device, but it allows you to not only double that and match what SSDs are, it gets you to a level of performance that is going to future-proof like the next generation of video sizes. It also allows for two 6K displays, Daisy chaining, power delivering raised up to 140 watts with availability up to 240 watts of power. That is the entire power supply of a laptop, any laptop. Apple's dream of having a one cable laptop that they tried to do when they got rid of all the other ports and just were like, the backpack only has USB-C. That can actually happen now. And it can happen with all of the features. Your, your laptop can be powered. It can have a data connection to all of your daisy change ports out. Both of your displays can be on one cable. And you can have networking through Thunderbolt faster than most 10 gigabit connections, which is like the highest consumer level stuff that most people can access. All from one single cable
1: that's pretty cool that is pretty amazing
0: so i was not lying when i was saying this is going to fundamentally change how people connect now the problem that people had with adopting thunderbolt before is that it was very expensive and it wasn't an all-encompassing solution but now it is still expensive to implement so laptops that have it are more expensive but they finally can justify the increase in price because of the features that it can outline. And why is this important is because we're going to compare it to probably the update from Apple today of like, wow, they have a USB-C. That's not Thunderbolt on the iPhone, even though they do. It's love- not even
2: good USB-C on the iPhones. I have thoughts about that. Oh, yeah, we'll get into that. Uh,
0: but it's, it's like now any laptop could have one key. You have one cable in your bag, one cable, all of your peripherals.
1: Are we talking apple exclusively or for pcs and such too
0: no this is intel intel develops thunderbolt technology so intel licenses is out you don't need an intel processor to have thunderbolt um but most intel stuff does support it automatically the thunderbolt 5 is coming out next year um but this allows me to have even faster like uh arrays. arrays. there there might be a world where your home ethernet Um, actually has like in the server rack itself is not interconnected with Ethernet. It's interconnected with Thunderbolt because it would make more sense to have interconnects between your home server stuff. And then the networking throughout the house, because Mm. Thunderbolt has a maximum limit of like the range it can go and the cable length. I think it's like two meter passively and then actively up to 10 meters. Um, But if you have a home computer, suddenly like the idea of connecting computers for Kubernetes clusters at home or stuff like that is (laughs) so much more relevant because you can interconnect between computers at a high bandwidth that is exactly the same as getting a PCI Express connection to another computer. It's fascinating. And Thunderbolt Uh has lower latency than Ethernet.
2: Which is funny because Ethernet's latency is like imperceptible anyway. But if if it's if it's um, uh,
0: optical connections, like if it's uh, SPF connections and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So long as as long as it has a copper like backbone, which even Thunderbolt has, there is a theoretical limit to what electrons can move through a copper medium um, until we get room temperature superconductors. So optical is the way to go, you know.
1: Okay, well, you know, to be fair, I normally don't stay tuned in for all the technology stuff. I normally zone out and start thinking about Shakira. But in this case, I was with you the whole way. That's fascinating. I think you're right. That potentially could revolutionize things or at least lead to a big ch- it could very well that sounds like one of the, a big one of the bigger breakthroughs we've heard as far as tripling and all that
2: so this connects to this connects to something that i've always thought was silly and this has been around for a while so part of what you mentioned mark the single cable laptop dream also included in that era of like laptop development was the idea of an external graphics card mm-hmm. as yeah. part of like you could use a laptop but it could also be your gaming pc you just plug in an external graphics card This sort of makes me feel like that makes more sense in this world too. Because the external graphics cards never had the same, they they were graphics cards, but they never had the same bandwidth as a PCIe slot. They, yes, it was always yeah. like, I don't know if that throttled it or if that change shot worked or what, but this would basically mean you could plug a PCI card into a laptop over a Thunderbolt cable and get like the, theoretically the maximum performance out of it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. There, there were enclosures. I think Razer made an enclosure that allowed you to put like a full size graphics card in it. I had it. It was limited because the amount of bandwidth that you could pump to it back and forth from the cpu was limited whereas like a it usually graphic cards needs a full 16 uh lane connection to a pci express um to be able to do graphic intensive stuff like sending you know data for frames back and forth it needs that full bandwidth so because thunderbolts limited to four it wasn't able to like fully do it for certain applications like cryptocurrency or whatever like sure it could work and like sure. certain uh rendering processes because it's like it's sending a little bit of data in and it needs to crunch it a lot you know there's there's things like that where it was effective but this this is effectively putting as many PCI Express slots as you have Thunderbolt connectors to your computer. It is exciting. It applies to both Apple, PC, Linux. I'm sure if I don't know Linux very much, those those, those drooling Neanderthals who do Linux in
1: day in and day out.
0: Actually, i have no of annoyed. I think
1: he's the character in Snoopy that carries the blanket.
0: That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Everyone who does Linux is exactly that character.
1: Also, why is it called Thunderbolt instead of Lightning Bolt? Because isn't Thunder just a sound? Wouldn't a bolt of thunder
2: just be sound?
0: Look, talk to talk to Intel. I don't
1: know.
2: All right, all right, fair enough. My only frame of reference, Wade, is that in the Disney movie Hercules, in the song that the muses sing, muses sing about Hercules, there's a line. Where they say Zeus, he hurled those thunderbolts and zap, locked those suckers. So I'm assuming because the muses from ancient Greece called them thunderbolts, that must be where that comes from. Okay, so Intel's basing it off of the movie Hercules. The Disney movie Hercules that came out in like 1998.
0: As they should.
2: Bless my
1: soul, Herc was on a roll, so I get why they might follow that. <laughs> Undefeated. All right. Speaking of Bob, Mark, unless you have any more things to add?
0: No, that's my Thunderbolt. I figure it's one at a time, so.
1: Thank you for the uh, Thunderbolt update. That's uh, really good stuff. Uh, Bob, over to you.
2: Breaking news! In the world of video game development, the ground quaked. What once was unified behind Unity is now shattered into splinters of what could have been. Many game developers took to the internet and complained loudly about a new pricing scheme that was announced by Unity, one of the uh, several main game engines on which many, 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 many games are built. Basically, Unity is like the tool that you use to make a video game. In the same way that you might use Adobe Photoshop to edit a photo, you use Unity and or Unreal Engine, or there are several other options, and they announced a fee structure change they said would be essential for funding the development of Unity tech, but left many game developers wondering if uh, Unity was really viable anymore. And basically, the heart of this issue is that um, there's a free tier of Unity that you can use for free, and then there's a pro tier where you can like subscribe to Unity. Um, but Unity was going to add fees, basically, if a game hits the threshold of 200,000 downloads, and makes $200,000 in revenue, then that developer is going to be charged 20 cents per installation, Um, which sounds like a nominal fee. Like That doesn't sound like a lot, but um, it was pointed out by the studio AgroCrab that they have a game in development. They have several successful games, and they have a game that's set in development that's planned to come out on Game Pass for free and would be free to download and install for the 25 million Game Pass subscribers out there in the world, even if only a fraction of that total user base installed the game, even if like, you know, a 10th of them installed the game, 2.5 million downloads definitely meets that threshold. It would just cause them a lot of problems. That would be an outrageous amount of fees to pay to use this platform. And uh, they were not the only one. Many developers came out and basically were like, you got to change this back or we're just going to pause our projects and switch to Unreal Engine or some other platform because it's going to kill us because we can't afford this.
0: I, we cannot overstate how ridiculous this thing actually is there were so many times when there was information being clarified about this where they're like they can't mean that every download right and they posted an faq they did this multiple times actually that was like trying to clarify like don't worry don't worry yes it's every download we have proprietary (laughs) data collection that's going to uh know exactly how many downloads you do and then they're like but what if it's you know what if someone pirates it and they they download it and they go oh don't worry about that Yes, that will count towards your download total. Yeah, you'll be charged for that. And then it's like, what if we have free demos? What if the game is free? Oh, we all t- completely understand that situation yes, that'll count towards your download and we will bill you accordingly. Don't worry. Like that was literally the entire conversation.
2: Uh, Another one that I thought was funny is they specifically, um, this is from Axios. They specifically told this news outlet, people were concerned, like, what if there's a malicious user who downloads and installs, (laughs) deletes, downloads, installs, deletes. That's 20 cents a pop for basically free. And uh, initially, Unity was like, yeah, no, that counts. Each one of those would count. And then I, it looks like within like a day or two, Unity came back to the same news outlet and was like, I don't know, well, look, listen, we talked it over. Past, uh, we'll just charge for the first one, I guess. <laughs> they're, they're like backpedaling so hard and trying to figure out. I mean, this is Unity is like, as far as I know, top two possibly the top possibly the top i do believe they were number
0: one i like um unity market share um
1: well on on that point i don't know if you guys saw ross rubber ninja tweeted at them. He's like, oh, looks like your CEO sold 2,000 shares right before this announcement. And then he corrected himself. He's like, oh, make that 50,000 shares of stock in this company in the last year.
2: In the last year, CEO Ricketello what's his name? John yeah. Riccitello, Riccitello, Riccitello. Yeah, he sold 2,000 shares on September 6th, a week prior to this announcement and over 50,000 shares so far this year. Weird. That is weird. And that's reported yeah. by Kotaku is what I'm reading here, but I've, I've seen that in multiple sources as well. Well,
0: it's okay. You know, it really is okay because you know where John Richettiello
2: worked at before this? Somewhere really, really cool and good? Oh, yeah. EA. Oh, yeah. No, they, that's a reputable um, place. He, he really did good things there. There is a theory
1: from, I'm just going to call him Vinny, That says, Unity actually did this. He thinks that they're working with aliens. They did this to keep us from talking about little mummified alien fellas that apparently Uh. the Mexican government (laughs) displayed. So it could be that Unity has an agreement. Did you not see that, Mark? I did not see this. I actually don't know the news story either that he's referencing. You should look it up. (laughs) It could be that this is all a big smoke and mirrors to help the aliens. Oh my god.
2: I mean, I believe it.
1: I mean, what are the odds that it's financially motivated? That seems slim. <laughs> I'm not. I,
2: <laughs> I'm not going to say that I know enough about game development or any of this to be like an expert to be like, well, look, these numbers, this isn't tenable. This they'll never make. I don't know that. I'm reading sources. What I will say is a game that I respect the hell out of that is an excellent game from a um a good uh, publisher, a good developer. The game Cult of the Lamb. Yeah, I love Cult a of great Lamb. game. Literally literally tweeted it out, buy Cult of the Lamb now, because we're deleting it on January 1st, which is when these fee changes would be implemented. So like, that's kind of a meme. But also this is this is enough of a concern to these companies who are using Unity. A lot of companies have been putting very public messages about it, yeah. Cult of the Lamb has been an absolute darling, super popular, incredibly successful. It's a great game, and even they are like, we'll turn it off. We're just not going to you, we're just not going to sell this game anymore if it means we have to pay these ridiculous fees on Unity. Yeah. So I take that as a sign that this is it's kind of a everyone's clowning on Unity moment, but also it's kind of a serious like all these companies... Companies are suddenly like, oh, my God, do we have to switch engines? To... God, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's a serious issue for these, especially smaller companies who, you know, don't make that much money. What does switching engines mean? Switching
0: engines is a, a, so much harder than you could s- possibly imagine.
1: I imagine it is. But like, how, how do you even compare it to anything for those of us who don't know?
2: It would effectively be like starting from scratch, right? It would mm-hmm. be like if you started a project where you had a bunch of really detailed like sketches of things and the really well developed ideas, but starting literally at ground zero from how do we build these assets? How do we how do we implement the like the physics in this engine so that it does what we want for our game? It's like starting over. So
1: it's like building a skyscraper out of glass and then changing your mind saying, well, we should do it out of brick instead. Here, yeah, here's a
0: here's a thing that could probably get do you you know if you go from like let's say let's take Smash Brothers for an example, from generation to generation those aren't made on Unity or Unreal Engine or anything, but they're made with different, like, base programming stuff. So the people complain and they pick a specific Smash generation because they the controls work in a very specific way and they have little nuances to them that change it. If you go from one engine to another, just affecting how a character jumps or in touches the environment, or like the boundary boxes is slightly different. I mean, effectively, it's the same, but trying to program it so that your experience is exactly the same is actually different. There was a there was a, another in the vein of what you were saying with the uh, Cult of the Lamb. There was a did you see the public statement from Slay the Spire and Megacrit?
2: No. Another excellent game. Very well-received. Super fun game.
0: Yeah, so they say, you know, the retroactive pricing structure of runtime fees is not only harmful in a myriad of ways to developers, especially indies, it's also a violation of trust. We believe Unity is fully aware of this, seeing as they've gone so far as to remove their terms of service from GitHub. Despite the immense amount of time and effort our team has already poured into the development of our new title, we will be migrating to a new engine unless the changes are completely reverted and terms of service protections are put in place we have never made a public statement before this is how badly you fucked up like literally like just as a last point and very bold like they have never done one of those game development company public statements like we're sorry our launch was so terrible that we'll we'll do whatever we can to fix it we'll put our employees through more over time don't worry guys like that's um, the statement that they put out—not that they do that. Um, but yeah, that's. But that happens. It's that fundamental. It's it's it is a big change going to new engine, but that's how bad it is.
2: And more on the corruption side of things, as I found in another article that details Ricciello is not the only uh, Unity exec to sell a significant number of shares leading up to this. One of the big sellers was Tomer Barziv, Unity's president of growth, who sold 37,500 shares on September 1st for $1.4 million. Also, a board of directors member, I believe Shlomo Dovrat. Sold 68,000 shares for $2.5 million. What do they know? that? We... What do they know? Yeah, what do they know? No, like, what, what, is, what is... Well, the... they knew that this was going to be incredibly unpopular. What
1: do you mean, what do well, they right. know? Right, I get that, but, like, did did this happen because of the selling, or did they sell because they were going to do this?
2: No, they sold because they were afraid the stock price was going to tank, and they were like, oh, shit, let me get my money out before we make this incredibly stupid business move. Yeah, but
1: Riccatello. Has been selling for a year. So they've been planning this for a year? Oh, yeah. They don't. They don't. These decisions aren't instant.
2: Well, I know that. I'm not defending any of these people at all. He might've just been selling it because he needed cash for whatever reason. Maybe he bought another yacht. Who knows? Yeah. But like it, you know, there are other reasons you might sell stock in mainly if, if you need liquid cash for something. But like all of these several board members selling such a substantial amount directly in the couple of weeks before the announcement, too close, too coincidental to be, or, uh, it's imagine i said the right thing and we
0: we should say this because people need to remember this uh you know we're all saying this and everyone's like yeah that's definitely what's happening probably this is illegal people seem to forget this because it's so commonplace this is a punishable offense because it's called insider trading and it is illegal. It is, this going is what, to jail
1: crime.
2: This is what Martha Stewart went to jail for.
1: Mm-hmm. Does that is it change if it's your own company that you know you're selling?
2: It, uh, it's worse. That's the main thing about it. Yeah. If it's your company. So, you know, all the intricate details and you use that information in order to manipulate the stock. Well, not manipulate, but take advantage of mm-hmm. stock prices in a way that makes you money and makes other stockholders not money, or less money, or whatever. Yeah, no, that's exactly, like, the whole point of the insider trading laws and regulations. So they are potentially or allegedly insider trading. Well, but, so this is the kind of shit that happens all the time, right? I'm not an expert on white-collar crime by any means, but This is the kind of thing that rich people do to make sure they stay rich. They happen to know that something like this is going to happen, so they move all their Unity stock, or they sell all their whatever, or they invest heavily in whatever because they know they're about to whatever release a product that's not public. I don't know if it's like difficult to nail someone on charges for insider trading, or if there's just such an overwhelming number of cases that they don't all get prosecuted, but this kind of shit happens constantly. At least in America, it's incredibly against the rules, completely against the rules. That doesn't mean they're going to get in any trouble whatsoever. Especially Ricky Tello. What's his name? Rick, yeah, Rick. John? Because uh, he was se- he potentially was selling stock over the course of the entire year, all spread out like that. Exactly so that he could say when this announcement happened, he'll go, well, look, I've been selling the stock for like 10 months. Like, I, this is not in response to anything. I didn't know back then that this was going to happen.
0: And that's the thing is like, because because, yeah, you people do sell stock over a period of time that is commonplace. And that is a thing that goes on um, It is just weirdly timed that a larger amount was right before.
2: Yeah, the two executives who sold uh, $1.4 and $2.5 million, respectively, worth of stock, all in the two weeks leading up to the decision. That's a little much. That's a little much. That's a little aggressive. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I sincerely, I'm very skeptical that any of them will get in any sort of trouble. But I also feel like the backlash to this has been so fierce that like unity has already been backpedaling on stuff and clarifying and sort of changing what they've been saying i would be surprised if this goes through the way that they announce it what happens
1: if a game like cult of the lamb takes themselves off the store but like let's say you own it and you re-download it does that still count yes. their down- like, if they're not even selling anymore because it
2: already exists? Yes. Yeah, because they have an ongoing agreement with the the engine.
0: And it also opens up this door into like privacy concerns, because if every time you install, that's why, you know, Windows Defender pops up every time you install Unity game. Like allow this to access public networks is because it's calling back to their servers like I'm installed. It is concerning on multiple levels, more for the developers, a lot for the consumers. No one wins with this decision and it is just one of those things where i'm not saying unreal is perfect uh because they but they have a different business model that is like free up until you make a certain revenue because there's so many people that are making games out there that aren't making them for profit or or just like testing out or like uh, they do a like a game jam that goes out for free and it's like doing it on per install is just probably a conversation that came from ea where this ceo is like i hate piracy we need to make sure that everyone pays for everything what if we do it this way and then it's like without ever thinking that the actual customers is the developers and not the end user it's just it's such short-sighted thinking
1: so is unreal the only potential winner out of this because everyone's going to switch to them unless
0: there's plenty of game development software out there but i think unreal right now has the most friendly uh accessible kind of thing you can download the software for free just like unity you can download for free i
2: I have unreal like installed on a computer because i was toying around with like game engine it's just a hobby stuff yeah you could use the entire suite of stuff for free it's very cool
0: exactly and you only have to pay a licensing fee when you make a certain amount of income and it's it's pretty high i think it's like in the hundreds of thousands that you have to start paying
2: which i will say that is part of this we didn't cover this super specifically unity's new plan you would have to pay this 20 cents per installation fee Once your game hits 200,000 downloads and you make $200,000 in revenue, so that is a high bar for very small indie titles, but Mm. for a game like Cult of the Lamb, I wonder if that's public information. How many installs does Cult of the Lamb have? Definitely more than
0: 200,000,
2: sure. How many? Come on, internet. It doesn't say. A lot, definitely more. I would guess in the the range of like millions because it's incredibly popular.
0: I didn't hear that it had to be a dollar threshold for Unity. I thought it was just a download threshold.
2: Well, so that was part of the clarification, I think.
0: Oh, which the third rounds of Yeah, no,
2: initially the announcement, at least from what the reactions that I saw, the announcement was 20 cents per install that's it. And everyone was kind of like, what? And then, so they were like, well, wait, but wait a minute. Um, but so there are some thresholds, but I don't know when that was announced specifically. This is not like a timeline I have in front of me. And also if you have, if you pay the $2,000 a year for the unity pro subscription, the thresholds are higher and the fees you get charged are lower or the per install fee schedule. Uh Uh-huh. But uh, that was not enough to make anyone happy. Cult of the
1: Lamb at least reached 60,000 concurrent players on Twitch, I believe. Yikes. So 60,000 at once streaming it, which probably means a lot more downloads in place.
0: Yeah, 20 cents. They're just trying to like Apple store, you know, the fee. Everyone is so jealous of what Apple has in their app store uh, that everyone's just like, we got to get our cut. See, that's what the outrage usually is funneled from. It's not usually like there's some justifiable rage against like, you know, Apple, you know, for the constant fee and whatnot, and like the Steam store having a constant fee. But I, I'd say like a lot of those are at least offset by the fact that it does provide like a good ecosystem for that. Is I'm not saying it's perfect, but the main outrage comes from other companies that are just jealous. They're like, why did they get to make so much money? That's why so EA made their what was it, Origin? They made Origin because they're like, well, Steam is making so much money. We should be making that money. That's our money without realizing that the platform of Steam was so much more beneficial than the RD that they put into their own um software that eventually crashed and burned and then they were just like you know same with a lot of these other companies that were making their own launchers and stuff the only successful one so far and I say so far because who knows long term is Unreal. They have Unreal the Epic Games launcher and so far as I can tell that is still going on Probably just because Fortnite still makes an ungodly amount of money.
2: It seems like that's very subsidized because the Epic Games store just has like free games all the time where you just get it for free for no stipulation. And like it, it seems like that can't possibly be making Epic a lot of money. Maybe it is. Who knows? But okay, so I found some numbers just for an example. To put what we're talking about in some context, during the first seven days after release, Cult of the Lamb the revenue reached almost ten million dollars and sold five hundred thousand copies. Um, and almost a million copies were sold in the first month after release. A game like Cult of the Lamb, which is a very large game, but I would still say is pretty small compared to like AAA studios. It's not at all like a Bethesda or an EA game or anything, you did those numbers.
1: I mean, a million downloads, if you exempt the first 200,000, 800,000, 20 cents per download, that's only $160,000 they'd owe, right? uh i guess theoretically one hundred sixty thousand dollars for
2: people downloading your game that seems that's probably fair unity did a lot of work to make the game happen i assume
0: yeah there are there are some licensing uh, fees it's not that the objective is not like licensees fees in general are bad because the software development company have to make money somehow or else there won't be any software that's kind of a reality we all gonna understand it's the kind of sudden switch um it's the Unfairness to what things were already there, and it's see lack of clarification for what it is, and it's also the kind of malicious practice of tracking downloads, which can be exploited
1: by end users that want to be malicious. Oh, I was being sarcastic. It's completely absurd to charge that much.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you were so good at acting. I was like, I guess. Yeah. Thank
1: you. No, no. That's why Bob was like, Yeah, Unity did a lot of work. We we were on a sarcastic spiel there. Wade owns a lot of
0: Unity stock. He really wants this to stick. <laughs> well, no, I sold it all two <laughs> weeks ago. Coincidentally. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No. Un- <laughs> Related, I got rid of that stuff. My 500,000 shares of Unity, I sold a month ago for no reason. No reason whatsoever. Yeah. It just
1: felt like it was time, you know?
2: <laughs> That's my breaking news. How
1: many points do I get for that? Oh, man. So, yeah, I, I'm awarding points to whoever's breaking news makes the front page. And I gotta say, I feel like the news Bob shared is a lot more prevalent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna give it to Mark because Mark surprised me by keeping me interested. Wait, what? Mark, you get the points. I usually don't. I usually don't stick with you on the tech stuff as much, but you had me today.
0: Oh, I win the. Te- I thought it was just like a per story thing. I, I don't know. oh,
2: I feel like you just pulled You just pulled a me on me. I feel like you just said yours was clearly. I'm, you know, let's not question it. Let's not question it. Let's Bob's question was it. clearly better, so I'm gonna let Mark win. <laughs> let's not question it. <laughs> let's not question it. Yours,
1: I had heard about because I don't think you can avoid it. Yours is front page. Because it's full front page news. I agree but his was shockingly like wow okay shocking third page news at best i like how he just said like yeah i'm gonna award points of whichever one makes the front page
0: i'm gonna give it to mark <laughs>
2: very niche. i love it i'm not questioning it that's a very me move and i respect it
1: this is subjective and it's just where my heart tells me the point belongs all right well i got your heart
0: right here because my next story is gonna hit you right in the heart hole <laughs> All right, uh, Bob. Do you, I, I was gonna have you guys rotate? No, no. Let's not do that. You're gonna have us
1: rotate, so I'll go first. Yeah, yeah. He, he's gonna rotate us. So all right. Well, if you both agree, who am I to who am I to make decisions? You don't know what you're doing. Let Mark do it. Okay. <laughs>
0: Breaking news. Shakira rocks the
1: world at the VMAs. Two points to mark. <laughs> all right, that's it. I'm done. Go on, please.
0: Sh- Shakira g- accepted a lifetime achievement award and also giving a groundbreaking, earth-shattering, knives out uh performance on the stage for all the world to remember why Shakira is still on top. Hey, I'm not going to finish my thought. I agree. Mm Mm-hmm. Those hips didn't lie all night long as Shakira showed everyone just what hips are for. Uh-huh. Go on. That's, I mean... Shakira just like then ascended above the stage as winged wings unfurled from behind her back and she floated high above everyone and soared over the crowd,
1: shaking her hips all the while. Okay, well, you got the points for that round. Next round.
2: Wait, I have Shakira stuff. Oh, Wait, go on. Listen, uh, Shakira lives in my house now. And? That's it. Shakira, Shakira lives in my bedroom, and she cleans the top floor of our house. I feel like I'm being
1: played, and also I've been to your house, and I didn't get to meet Shakira, so I should take away
2: points. Uh, she didn't live here when you were here before. We just got her in the mail the other day. What is <laughs> <With> the mail? <laughs> By Shakira, I mean yeah, we have I'm... a shark robot vacuum uh, that is called sharkira <laughs> in honor of you wade we sharkira lives with us and vacuums our floors it's sharkira yeah you really gotta listen on the enunciation there wade you want to meet sharkira you come over right now i'll show you
1: sharkira i'll go get her i'll show you i'm too hot and bothered and distracted right now to have listened to the pronunciation well played bob i'll give you a point
2: ah that was worth naming that real vacuum that's really in our real house sharkira just for that okay but yeah Shakira news is always uh, in my heart you know not do you want to hear what my... Can I do a new story where I say one and Mark doesn't so I get the points by default? Yeah, sure. Whatever. Breaking news! Apple had a huge event. Called the Wander... St- st- wonder, wonder- Whoa, who the wanderlust. <laughs> all, all, the, all the big news outlets are going to tell you is that they announced the iPhone 15 and it has a USB-C plug on it. Uh-huh. But what they're not going to tell you is that it's a shitty USB-C plug. That the pro uh, phones get a uh, USB-C controller that does not let you take advantage of the fast charging. I think it was like 20 amp charging is the, fa- is the fastest still that iPhones have when Samsung has had like 40 and or 60 watt fast charging since last generation of phones and is totally available. But also, if you get the base model iPhone 15 non-pros, It's got an even shittier USB controller. So you get garbage USB-C. So it's a joke. Is it slower than the current iPhone charging? It's not slower. It's the same as, but it could be twice as fast or faster. So if you, if you buy, so they, all these, all these like anchor and all these companies sell fast chargers, right? If you buy that, you're not getting the full advantage of whatever that fast charger is doing.
1: So they're making everyone buy new chargers for the new phone
2: that's not better, well, so they can get no, a better no. one next year so we so, can buy it again. coincidentally, announced on September 12th, 2023, USB-C to Lightning adapters are now officially sold by Apple. So you don't have to buy new cables for anything. You just have to buy a $30 adapter and you just oh. plug your lightning cable into an adapter and then plug the USB-C of the of adapter into your phone. So you don't have you don't have to, it's, it's basically free. How many adapters do you need? Six, seven? <laughs> They're only 30 bucks each. Come on. To be fair,
0: most people have a USB plug at this point. A lot of people don't. I'm not going to say everybody, but most people do. So the idea is that you don't even need an adapter at all because you already have a USB-C, especially if you have a MacBook or an iPad because the iPad has been USB-C for a while now
2: but the non-pro ipads are are largely lightning except for the last generation or two aren't they were they still
0: i thought i thought even the, the ipad
2: pros have been USB-C, but the ipad air and mini and the regular ipad i think were lightning until maybe this gen or last gen i think I've got, i think i've got an air 2 and i think it's lightning
0: uh the the new air with the m1 chip which the whole ipad lineup being differentiated in what way makes no sense because the ipad air has an m1 chip and the ipad pro also has an m chip it's like What's the.
2: But the Pro has the magnetic bongle dongles, so you could put the iPad pencil on it, obviously. The bongle dongles. Well, actually, the iPad Air also, the pencil. Oh, shut up! <laughs> 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 Whose news story is this? Look, we haven't even gotten to the good stuff yet. All right, you carry on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So all the big all the big outlets will focus on that, and they won't even mention the USB controllers being crappy and Apple cheaping out and not even giving you the good USB-C. But what's really interesting to me is that Apple released a new version of the Apple AirPods Pro with a USB-C charging case, which ostensibly is exactly the same product, but with a USB-C plug in it but it's not. And do you wanna know how many people are gonna be upset about the fact that the new AirPod Pro with the USB-C case, the tech that it has that no other AirPods have, is that it has a different chip and or another chip in it that allows it to do lossless audio with the Vision Pro when that launches. Uh, which is a thing I know a lot of people care about. Lossless audio, big deal. That is, you know. Uh, but so people who, who have AirPod Pro 2s with the non-USB-C case are like, oh, I don't need new ones. But they do, because they're probably going to get a Vision Pro, and then they won't have lossless audio if they don't get new ones. So how many points is that worth, Wade? <laughs> Well, you're the only news story by your
1: request, so you get the point. I got some Apple stuff. Next round. <laughs> All right.
0: No, like it is. It is fascinating. This one, and I, I can totally like pinpoint why so many of these things are done. Right. So they always they they want to differentiate. They're so good at this. That's the problem. Is they're so good at this, and they're so good at the marketing. Even with people calling it out, they know that it's still working. And and I I am a fan of a lot of Apple products, but it's one of those things where they do the same tricks all the time that people start to see the tricks for what they are and with the iPhone 15 what they're doing is like lightning was the same it was limited to USB 2 it wasn't fast because it was made like 10 plus years ago
2: yeah I mean lightning launched with the iPhone 5 which came out in like 2002 11? Yeah. What they do is like the
0: iPhone 50 gets advertised. And in the marketing, if you watch the event, which I did, it they make it seem like it's the greatest innovation to ever grace phones ever. And you feel that when you're watching it. You really do. And even though I know that I'm looking at exactly the the, the, the what they do is last year's pro model is the next year's regular iPhone, basically yeah. minus a camera yeah. and some features. And they differentiate. And the reason they didn't put lightning on the phone pro is so that next year. Year, they can say now with a lightning connector USB C, and you can see the ad like video right it's kind of like, and zoom <laughs> into the phone, like oh, you know now with thunderbolt 4 and so they do thunderbolt 4 next year so that the next year they can be like now with you know they just do that every year so that they can have one increment and it seems like the greatest thing ever admittedly as a company that's how you gotta do it when you you get to a point with phones and this is where i'll give them the benefit of the doubt how are you going to change the phone fundamentally at this point besides the holograms huh hologram Is that better, though? See, people say something like that, but I don't think that's a better user
1: experience. Does it need to be better to be different? So if I set my phone on my nightstand or my tablet on my nightstand and I'm laying down, I want to watch something. Instead of having to hold it, I press a button and it hologram displays and I can just see. Because you can have the little things where you set it on its side. I'm going to
0: blow your mind. I'm going to blow your mind right now. Blow me. Okay, I'm blowing you. You can get for like, I think it's like 400 bucks uh, from Samsung, there's a projector that you can get that sits above your bed or on your side table, and it will project on your wall, your ceiling, and it'll auto calibrate and fix the thing. You just point it up left, right. Uh, You can connect to it from probably a Samsung display uh, phone or something like that, but you you can project your phone onto the ceiling, control it from the phone, look up. You can watch video anywhere on your wall. If so long as your room's dark, it's good enough. And the audio comes out of it. The speakers are not terrible; they're not great, but you can connect them up to any other speakers. And that—that's effectively a hologram, basically. It just—you're
1: right. That—that that is pretty close. But if I roll over and I, like I move around a lot, I can move it with me pretty easily.
0: Yeah, you move it, and it'll like you wait a second, and it'll auto-calibrate to the new surface. You don't need to do it. One any. point to you
1: for maybe making me look into that thing.
0: It's—it's not bad. We have it. It's actually very nice. So, like sometimes when you're just laying down, you just want to look up at the ceiling.
1: I need to listen to you guys when you talk technology more. Can I miss all <laughs> these things?
0: Why don't you make me listen? Minus one point to both of you. (laughs) Uh, No, I was wrong. It's six. It's $600. So it is more expensive than I thought.
2: What you could do for $600 is you could just buy a couple Samsung Galaxy Note 10 pluses, which are pretty big, and just suspend them around your bed. <laughs> uh, in the in the places you most likely are gonna be looking and just play the same video at the same time, it's like the little spinny thing for babies, but it's phones for me. yeah, exactly, <laughs> absolutely. Exactly, yeah. Oh. That that would be... Plus, then you have extra phones. You could be on one playing a gacha game, which I know you like. Mm-hmm. And then on the other one, you could have the video. And then on your iPhone, you can be um, transferring data suboptimally.
1: I'm trying really hard to stay out of the gacha games. They get me. They suck me in. I'm trying very hard to avoid them. I don't need that temptation in my life.
0: Now our new sponsor, every gotcha game that you love ever. They're going to give you free coins or tickets or gems. Or polls. You like pulls? You're gonna get free polls. Wade Shadow Legends.
1: <laughs> I love polls.
0: In other news of Apple News, there was the I feel like people just completely forgot it, but the watch. Um did come out and what is interesting about the watch that actually is a fascinating development is the advent of micro led oh i didn't see this this kind of got completely glossed over and i don't even know if they talked about it that much because maybe it's not but what point what stands out to me is the brightness capable on the new apple watch ultra goes up to three thousand nits which is pretty damn bright. That's double the brightness of this really high quality portable monitor that I have for cameras that is meant to be used outdoor. 3000 nits is an incredible amount of light to pump out of something. And it's kind of fascinating that it. Like this was glossed over a lot. I mean, they they obviously marketed it as selling, but I think, I think this has Apple's newer proprietary display technology. It's like the first instance of it, and it's like perfect for it because it's tiny, so they don't have to make big screens of it. But this is what Apple wants to do for displays is like create a new technology for displays called micro LEDs, which you know it's it's I don't know how functionally they work or how different they are. The name is similar, but you know, they like to name things however they name it. And so micro LED. Could lead to a display technology that is better than OLED, that has like um, more uh, capabilities. Micro LED displays offer superior performance for brightness and contrast from self emission, typically much higher than organic light emitting diode, which is OLED. Yeah, so it's it's like I
2: think I think those ultras are a micro LED display. This is saying, I don't know if this is true. This is saying that micro LED was sketched in for 2025, but it's been pushed back to 26 for the Apple Watch Ultra to get it officially get micro LED. Maybe,
0: which is like, how are they getting 3000 nits out of it?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's well, so that's peak, that's peak brightness too, right? That's not, that's not like it's on at 3000 nits and you Mm -hmm. hold it up in the middle of the night in a dark room and you're all, (laughs) Ah! And you're blind forever. That's like you're on a bright, sunny day at high noon and you hold your watch up and the sun's glaring directly and your watch is all it's three thirty. And then it goes back to a reasonable brightness.
0: But I just looked up like the maximum brightness for OLED panels as of 2023 is twenty one hundred nits. Like that's that is the limit of what I thought. And for it to just say that it can do three thousand nits, that's a lot. That's a lot. Is this a micro LED panel? Is this like like the beginning? of new technology like well so
2: it sounds like mini led might be the current Apple display technology, micro LED is like the next gen, but this might be mini LED screen tech because that's they they are upgrading in 2021. The iPad Pros went to mini LED, it looks like, and in the Mm. new gen of MacBook Pros, they're doing mini LED right now. So maybe it's a mini LED. I don't know.
0: Maybe yeah, because I see something in like earlier this year where a mini LED reached 2500 nits, and I know it's like that's not directly like sizes. Maybe I'm crazy and this is still mini LED. It's just like that is that is a feature that I'm looking forward to because um it's incredibly bright. Yeah, advanced, I don't really care about how bright and get I don't want to blind myself, but just like advances in display technology are what I'm interested in. But
1: what do I know? Bob, do you have another news
2: story to go with Mark's this story? Um uh do you have news stories behind you? Uh no, I thought I had one. Hang on. Was, uh, what, am I looking for my phone?
1: Sure, yeah, hang, hanging on. As we do at the news studio, whenever we go over to Bob with breaking news, we usually uh, hang on. I'm, I'm so looking forward to someone like on the
0: suburb pointing out that the Apple Watch Ultra from last year was the same brightness and I'm just dumb. I might be really
1: <laughs> dumb. <laughs> that one guy's been waiting for this moment. He's salivating. He's like, finally, he slipped. Yeah, I feel like if it was, they would say it a lot. You know, they would. Also, I'm very sorry to those of you that we're watching i know everyone hated the uh escape room episode we will try to do better i'm so sorry that you were all so disappointed in it yeah we're never gonna do that again yep never again
2: uh the bra- breaking news and we're gonna take a quick stroll down soldier boy street and oh. and talk about how he thinks that the 2023 uh MTV video music awards were quote unquote whack and also fuck this shit you mean the one that shakira got an award at yeah he didn't like it
1: we were never speaking of him again
2: so i don't he didn't specifically talk any stuff about shakira but he he didn't like he didn't think it did a good job he said where's drake where's beyonce jay-z e mtv fell off apparently he thought they did a very poor job of representing uh rap Slash hip hop.
1: Not gonna lie, I didn't even actually know MTV was still around.
2: Honestly, this might be the most sane thing I've ever seen him say anywhere, given all the things we've talked about Soldier Boy doing and getting involved with. I mean, I'm not a I'm not an authority on breaking news, Soldier Boy makes rational opinion that we go,
1: huh? Oh, that's fair.
2: <laughs> I, I don't follow his every move, but this is pretty, pretty sane and tame stuff from Soldier Boy. He, he asked a fair question. Are you going to celebrate fifty years of hip hop and not include some of the greatest of all time? Fair. That's fair. And honestly, breaking news. You know, Bob, I'll give you the point for this round for bringing it back to Soldier Boy. Oh, I had more Soldier Boy. I was gonna. I was gonna swing it back the other way. Uh uh, the other headline I'm seeing about Soldier Boy is that fines and charges against him are currently being pursued for Soldier Boy being involved in promoting a crypto scam.
1: Oh no! Well, these alleged allegations and things are terrible. I don't know why I said that sarcastically. There, that, that's pretty bad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean the Soldier Boy is not the only one. Crypto scam is like the new hotness in terms of what people are doing online. Which one, so I can sell my shares? I, I think if you still have them, I think you might have missed the boat on that. <sighs> I got to be not my soldier shares i think he might be too late
1: okay well i'll
2: hop on the next insider trading that i can yeah i know you really you really gotta get inside before the trading happens wade thank you and i would love to keep going with breaking
1: news stories it's been a lot of fun but looking at the time here i feel like my time and this news story's time is up uh, because we have to transition over to the next show Three grapes eating a pond. Uh, So stay tuned for that uh, at 7 o'clock. This has been the 6 o'clock distractible breaking news hour. I said what I said and I meant what I said (laughs) and I'm going to give points now and let someone win. Uh, This was actually very close. Bob, you finished with five points. I gave you two points at the start and you got another three points from winning news stories. Well, that sounds like a lot. Mark, you had zero points at the start and you also won five news stories. However, I gave you two for one of them for... Shakira being brought up.
2: I talked about Shakira.
1: Yeah, but you said it after he did, and I I was so excited for him to bring it up, and then the the imagery of her hips not lying and such just got that one bonus point, giving Mark six points and Bob five points. So I feel like you've been winning a lot of my episodes recently, Mark, and I don't know why, but I'm going to start charging you 20 cents uh after every ten wins. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. It's a bit steep, but fair, fair, fair. Yeah, so I'm gonna delete the terms of service and uh you can <laughs> Mark, you have a winner's speech. Uh
0: very well deserved. I think the Thunderbolt more than Shakira clinched the victory for me, but I'll I'll take what I can get. Um thank you everybody for believing in me. Uh my reign of terror will begin never. I won't. Great. I, I regret my reign of terror. I believe
1: him. Thank you for trusting me. Yes. Bob, was that your loser speech, or do you have more to
2: say? No, I I deserved the win, and it's not my fault that I lost. So I feel pretty good about it. I think I, I think I played a strong game out there today. I think I uh, I think I ex- executed the game plan and uh, talked about some pretty spicy news. And uh, you know, you can't. Sometimes the calls go against you. And what are you gonna do? Can't complain about the refs. I
1: think you have a permanent a, a permanently. I think you have a very good case for why you should win this episode. I, I fully agree with you. I think your Unity story was definitely front front page news, and the host did a
2: bad job of awarding there. <laughs> it, it very much was, and the host said as much, and somehow that still wasn't enough. Crazy how that works out, but...
1: But sometimes the chips just fall the way they fall, and Shakira's hips stole the day, so, uh...
2: I say we have a coin flip! <laughs>
1: couldn't possibly no 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 episode's over couldn't possibly I'll, i'm gonna pee my
2: pants thank
1: you guys so much for watching if you haven't already go follow mark mark a bob my scrimmon minion777 or lord minion777 we have merch maybe probably at store look for it or don't i don't know and uh, i guess we'll see you next time for mark's dot reign of terror until then podcast out uh let me shuffle some papers here